Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Experience Point Starfinder, your favorite queer Starfinder podcast. If you love our show, we hope you'll rate and review our, us on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. Every review brightens our day and helps new listeners to find us. We don't pay to advertise any of our podcasts on Experience Points, so we hope you'll recommend us to your friends and just about anyone. If you'd like to support us, we hope you'll consider joining our Patreon. We'd be lost without our patrons. You keep our mics on and our dice rolling. We've got some great rewards, so check them out at patreon.com slash experience points. Keep up to date with all of our shenanigans, streams, and giveaways by following us on Twitter at EQPoints. If you want notifications for when we're streaming our episodes before they're released on the podcast feed, be sure to follow us on twitch.tv slash experience points. Please say hi. We love chatting with all of you. Stay tuned after the episode for some more exciting announcements. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. And our audio's up. Yay. Woo. How's it going, everybody? Uh, welcome mm. to Experience <laughs> Points. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Today is an awkward kind of day, I guess. <laughs> um, today, yes. It's a day that ends in a Y. It's an awkward day. Um, anyway, yes. Hi, welcome. Um, we are Experience Points. My name is Kenny. My pronouns are he, they. And uh, this is my fabulous cast. Our fabulous cast. This is the fabulous cast. Steph, how's it going? Hi, I'm Steph. Um, I will be playing our Goran Salarian. Um, sorry, Navu Paleglade. My pronouns are she, her, and Navu's are she, they. Thanks, Steph. Hi, Callie. Hi. I'm Callie. I my pronouns are they, she, and I'm playing uh, Isra, the wiggly vanguard jellyfish, uh, Skyphazoan. I'm not gonna try and pronounce that. Jelly boy, <laughs> uh, who doesn't have pronouns um, or doesn't care either way. Uh, wiggly and and slap enemies. It's great. Nice. Thanks, Callie and Kelrick. Hello, I'm Kelrick. I play Throny Ecos, a witch warper, ace pilot, Patra. Uh, both of our pronouns are he, him, and I have a squawks companion named Shimsy, and hers are she, her. Um, I have to comment, I love the background stuff. That's beautiful. Um, okay. I mean, and pride. Yeah. So, um... Oh, you may notice that Mackenzie is not with us today and I'm gesturing off to the side like she's in the room or would be in the room otherwise <laughs> um, but uh, she would be down there yeah, she, nope oh, that way that, she's a rock that way that way yeah that way and down <laughs> I had to unmirror it so my background was the correct direction oh fair <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I never get the mirroring and so I always go the wrong direction at least the first time yeah, so uh, with Mackenzie being out, um, y'all are still in the Brass Bazaar. Mm -hmm. um, the in the uh, aftermath of the um, huge uh, ray of light and solar energy that has pierced through the the, the dome, um, 
why don't y'all kind of describe what you think happens? Um, I guess I'll go first. I feel like what would happen is because Navu made the save, I don't remember if we established if Navu or Dr. P was driving. Yeah, I don't remember who was driving either. So my understanding was you were driving until you rolled bad and then suddenly Dr. Joe was. (laughs) 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 That's what I remember from editing. (laughs) Fair. Well, and technically, if you look at the specs of the basic intercycle, uh, it's only one passenger. So y'all were like, someone was side saddling it or really hugging on tight. We had two bikes. With four people. Yeah, I picture... Yeah, two people on each bike. Yes, and each bike has a capacity of one. <laughs> oh. So I you pic- said one passenger. Well, Not okay. I'm, what? I, I was making it up as we were going, and, you know, it was a good narrative, so, you know, let's don't get, you know, let rules get in the way of a good narrative, so... But- and to be fair, Yisra is compressible. Yeah. So the, the helmet's me. not, but so <laughs> definitely with, so I basically can. I, I, in my head, I have that scene from uh, Galaxy Quest. <laughs> Where all you see are the, the, the squigglies coming up over the person. And I just figured mm-hmm. that with Ether over around my back, just wrapping all of the tentacles around Thrawn. More than likely. It's like so a lot I, of redundancy belts. Yes. That's, so the helmet's yeah. fine. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's uncomfortable you know I, I imagine Navu's handling the pedals and Dr. Joe is driving and that to explain why things did not work out so well for the two of them and <laughs> which is also probably why Dr. P took the brunt of the damage you know she's driving the motorcycle Navu can go ahead and kick herself out the way of the solar flare and <laughs> Why did you not take the other? We had three motorcycles. <laughs> I'm just curious why we left one. Uh, driving or piloting ability, I think in general, and also that one was covered in ink. <laughs> I don't know how it got that way, but no, knows. you have absolutely no idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> forgot about but, the ink. Uh, <laughs> Somebody it, covered it, it in ink. If the two of you will let me do a little creative license, because I had a really funny image for how the two of you managed to get no damage from this. Yeah, please. Yeah. Yizra, being the squidly squidly, um, ends up acting a little bit like a parachute <laughs> <laughs> when you're drag racing. Nice. Yes. Love it. And yes. I think this shows that Isra and Thrani have a very good communication style where it's like, okay, now. <laughs> We're just ready at the drop of a hat for Isra to become a parachute. It's, it's a well-rehearsed plan coming together. But mm-hmm. not practiced. Like, I, I, like you all just met. <laughs> uh, no. We, just, we, we, just we also just we met Dr. P. Yeah, this is true. I believe we retconned that Isra has been with us the whole time. And Thrawny. Oh, fair enough. Yes, I forgot. Retcon. That's <laughs> uh, that timey wimey, timey wimeyness. <laughs> wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff. Yes. Well, it's still Wibbly's only been a day. It's yeah. <laughs> True. 
so er. yeah, uh, the so the intercycles cycles were going along. Um, I imagine actually Thrani and Yzra were actually leading, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and um, Navu and Doctor Joe were kind of closely behind. I don't know if it was the color change in the in the area in the atmosphere. Something tingled on Thrani, or something happened, but. There was a signal, and Yzra popped back and opened, allowing the air to kind of fill their their body and slowed down their inner cycle, and they were able to peel off, whereas Navu and uh, Dr. Joe were straight along into the path of this ray of solar energy that just emptied out onto them, and... Navu was able to launch themselves away from this happening where Dr. Joe was just caught in the middle. And this is kind of the scene we open up on where the inner cycle is at a full dead stop and has kind of where it normally just sits in place because they're fairly wide vehicles. Um, it's actually on its side and Dr. Joe is unconscious on the ground next to it. I think um, Israel like starts to like regain normal shape after ballooning out to parachute size. And is like shaking out tentacles and like wiggling around a bit, and then uh, turns to the uh, motorcycle and, and says something to be effective. Is everyone all right? I don't know what that voice is, but we're gonna. Roll <laughs> <laughs> is Ronnie everyone syndrome. all right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I get this like image of when when Ezra's ballooned out, like their helmet was still kind of attached to them. So not only is Ezra ballooned, but the helmet's behind them. <laughs> yeah, and so like, like when flapping in the wind, <laughs> when you're deflating back down into normal Ezra size, it just kind of <laughs> back on. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yes. Is everyone all right? Um, it, it looks like. I, I, should I roll a per perception check to see if Ezra notices Doctor Doctor Joe Pepper? No, it's it's fairly plain. Like there, okay, there's that's so. The the it's um, not an explosion. There's no smoke or anything in the air. There's just radiant energy and heat. Ezra will calmly but purposefully noodle towards <laughs> Doctor Joe Pepper and uh, attempt to assess the situation uh, with a medicine check. Sure. Hip. Uh, right, starting off with a 7. With a modifier of 7 is 14. 14. 14 uh, is, is a good good roll on that. Um, with the, the radiant energy coming up from the ground and just the smell of um, heat. You know, when you walk outside and you can just smell everything that's hot. That's what you smell. It's this dry smell. And um, Dr. Joe, her armor looks fine. She herself looks well, just unconscious, not responding. Does anybody have any healing spells available or potions? No Dr. Spells. Joe is in need of assistance. We have healing hypos and med kits. <laughs> As Navu was kind of picking themselves up out of the detritus that pro they probably threw themselves into. And you would have access to to those as well, because we have them in the communal path. Okay. Yeah. And um, I would go over to Navu and I would ride the bike over and just, uh, are you are are you okay? 
I'm a little worse for wear, but I'm not, not as bad as Dr. Joe. Isra, you have Dr. Joe, yes? Yes, that is correct. Cool, I'm going um, to punch Nabu with my <laughs> healing hypo gauntlet. <laughs> That's not going to help, but thank you. <laughs> it's not really. A they're, not at, they're, like, they're not at hit points. Oh, they're not? Then never mind, I would not do that. Isra uh, no. is. Isra has seven hit points of damage. Yeah, Easter's Easter's totally fine though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our tank and our bard. Well, envoy. <laughs> yeah, um, Easter is more concerned with Doctor Joe. Um, mm -hmm. Without yes, using our valuable resources, can Easter roll another medicine check to stabilize to a point where? Dr. You could probably use one of the med kits. We've got a couple. Yeah, yeah so sure. Let's give you a plus two to the medicine roll. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Can I assist? Absolutely. I don't know how to add plus ten on the fly, so we'll just kind of add. Um, it to so the... there's a, a, a box down at the bottom that says modifier. Just uh, click into it, type ten, and your next roll will be plus ten. Make it twelve because oh, I did succeed on helping. I rolled a okay. twelve plus three fifteen. So you get a plus two. That says adjusting. Uh oh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and medicine. Yep. That's a better roll than the last time, and I forgot hey. to add the extra bonus. But twenty-eight, I imagine, is probably good. So, what does it look like when users using a medical kit? <laughs> um, like all the different components that would like usually require like spacing out when you use them, using them in order with two, uh, you know, imprecise, uh, inelegant meat hands. Uh, or otherwise handled like all at once with multiple different tentacles all working to stabilize uh, Dr. Joe. Nice. Yep. Uh, you have a tentacle with like, you know, a, a small a sanitary cloth, you know, wiping off sweat and, you know, different things. Uh, if, if she has any wounds, you have another one that's holding like an alcohol swab and another one that has like, you know, a, a, a thermometer and a different, you know, creation tool and like all of these things they're moving in and out elegantly like you're weaving and um with that 28 um you can tell that dr joe is alive you can tell that dr joe is more or less stable but um you get the sense that she needs to rest uh user turn turn to the group or swivel the, the I guess the the army helmet with the smiley face and um state Dr. Joe needs to convalesce we should find some place where she can rest is there a lodging nearby a hotel or perhaps uh day spa <laughs> <laughs> uh, something that we could perhaps pay for a secure and safe room with quiet and not too much light Culture check or perception? Perception. Okay, let's oh, okay, see. Okay, so there are a couple of ways you can do this. So yeah, perception is good. So you got twenty-one on that. Um, you look around, and um, this is a bazaar. Whoa! Oh! Ezra culture rolls twenty-seven. Right. I'm just gonna <laughs> not roll for a while and see <laughs> if Ezra is not rolling great in combat. Boy, when it comes to finding a day spa, they are on it. <laughs> Cannot slap to save their soul. <laughs> so I think in the meantime, though, Navu is putting Dr. P on their back. Okay. What is Groot? <laughs> what does Yeezer want to find? 
Israel, Israel wants to find like, I, I feel like Israel is concerned more so about finding a place that's off the street and quiet because he's assessed um, Dr. Joe and decided that, that stability is, is kind of a, a sure bet. And so they're more obsessed with finding someplace that is quiet and away from like the sunlight and that kind of stuff. So in this case, I would say like a motel. <laughs> okay. Um, from uh, the different vendors that are there, you um, and the map that you saw um, coming out of the line crawler station, um, you notice that every major block has at least one or two hotels kind of off the the beaten path. Um, so if you go down an alleyway, there's like a um, you know likely going to be a hotel entrance there. They don't have their entrances on the main marketplace because of how their market is structured. Okay. Uh, Israel will relay that to the group. It may take all of us to move Dr. Joe safely and with care. Although I suppose we could load her onto the motorcycle, light light cycle, container cycle, motorized device. Yep. Drift <laughs> gurney on the way. At very I, low rate of speed, please. I should be able to carry her on my back. That would work as well. I mean, can I, we roll the hoist? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> right, try to roll a strength check. Um, your strength is pretty good, though, Nava. Right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not bad. It's better than average. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think you'd have a problem picking up Dr. Joe. Um, okay. So I, I don't know that you necessarily need to roll for that. Um, Sweet. Yeah. So, yeah, you you, you all, you know, um, uh, portage Dr. Joe, and um, you find a, um, in the nearest alleyway going down, um, it's a, it's a fairly clear and actually clean alleyway. Um, it's less of an alley in in terms of you know uh, a service corridor um, where they like trash and things like that. More of just like a, a walkway that's off the market. Um, and so it's it's probably it's pretty um, clean looking, and there are some benches and things like that. And then you see a um, a lodge of sorts. Um, oh goodness, let's call it. Um, Kel, come up with a name. What what's the name <laughs> of this location? Are you talking just the hotel? Yes. Oh, and uh, you're in the Brass Bazaar in Corona. The Solar the, Sleeper. The Sauna Inn. The, the Sauna Ooh, Inn. Ooh, I like that one. A better. Sauna. Inn. A Sauna Inn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I think while everyone else is focusing on Dr. Joe, Thrawny is um, taking the keys and moving the inner cycles. If because they're being walked and there's two and mm. just you know, just taking care of those sort of practical concerns uh, as people are dealing with 
uh, Dr. Joe because wants to feel useful. Mm. Fantastic. Okay. Um, so when you, um, Navu and Yzra, when you uh, make it to Asana Inn, you notice that this is a fully autonomous inn. Perfect. Even better. Is it like little pods that you can just check into and then get moved into the next level? You can... Did we find a capsule hotel? Right. <laughs> um, yeah, let's call it that. Let's do that. Um, so, um, but this one is specifically designed for heat exhaustion because it is prevalent among visitors that when they come to Asana Town, or not to Asana Town, I'm sorry, to um, the Brass Bazaar, they aren't used to the, the environmental conditions. And so um, it's become kind of a... Um, a cultural norm there that um, if you see a passed out tourist, <laughs> you take them to one of these autonomous hotels, a capsule opens, you place people in, close them up, feed in your credits, and they get whirled into the building. <laughs> awesome. Uh, uh, Navu, don't forget to put a note reminding Dr. Joe where we'll be. She also has her calm, but I'll, I'll leave a note. I don't, I don't know about range or... I mean, we've already been in a room where they have blockers, so... Waking up in a small tube may be stressful. Writing a <laughs> note could be a good idea. I'm just I imagining, like, like, a big note with, like, a safety pin through it. <laughs> it's a post-it. You so got death raid. You're now in a tube. Everything's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Dr. Joe has definitely woken up in stranger places. I'm sure. I'm sure she'll be relieved. She's fully clothed. There's nobody (laughs) naked next to her that she doesn't remember. (laughs) So sorry, Mackenzie. We love you. (laughs) Cool. But but yes, um, Navu will put a quick note on Dr. Joe's um, calm like, I know she has a personal, like, tablet that they see her use all the time. Mm-hmm. So just, like, sticky note it <laughs> <laughs> on the tablet the first thing when it opens up. <laughs> nice. How much does Did not the... imagine the heat ray. <laughs> <laughs> How much does the capsule cost? Oh, um, it's modest. Uh, let's call it uh, uh, 10 credits a day. Okay, uh, Isra will spend 10 credits to secure it for the day. You get um, a, a chiming of approval from the um, the hotel system. It's almost like a slot machine. And the, <laughs> the capsule closes, and a happy face kind of presents itself on the monitor, and it whisks into the hotel, and you hear some electric whirring after the door closes but you're sure everything's okay. So um, yes. All right. Inserts the Dr. Joe at the capsule. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yes, you have um, deposited Dr. Joe into the pod hotel. While um, Dr. Joe is convalescing, we should circle the wagons, so to speak, and figure out our next course of action. Does this actually oh. change our plan? You wanted to look so. for 
a life bubble gem. I I don't feel comfortable going into cryogenerics without Dr. Joe, just because of her ability to talk her way out of things. We don't necessarily have to talk our way out of things if we can murder our way out of things. We're also trying to get information. This is true. I, I think and we can't get information if they're dead. I believe that you, Nabu, are more than capable. Particularly as I cast um, my go-to spell <laughs> of charming veneer on you. Particularly when you're shining so brightly. If it's just okay. questioning, I think that we'll be fine. So okay. you're, you're on this market path uh, just outside of the alleyway that you um, went down. And Thrani's there with the two inner cycles kind of moved up at the corner of this one stall. Um, the atmosphere and the feeling of the air you're in um, is like you are in this place where something is happening everywhere. And you get this bombardment of noise of crowds in different places and everywhere you look. And, and sometimes you hear screams, but you're, you're very certain that they're not, you know, screams of, you know, terror or like they're, they're kind of like of excitement. They don't stand out. Um, it has this atmosphere of almost being like you're in a carnival. Okay. Um, I wonder if someone is gambling nearby. I want to go on the rides. Are there are there carnival rides? <laughs> <laughs> the image of Easter on a roller coaster just makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> we can try to make that happen. Uh, <laughs> in this uh, alleyway, this area that you're in, um, you notice people starting to kind of gather around um, this one merchant's booth. Um, and there's, um, you get swipe, slight wafts of cool air that's very inviting coming out from this stall. And you hear the light hum of music starting, um, like it's an event. Come, try your luck. <laughs> I like a place to secure our inner cycles. Um... Well, you have the keys, right? Well, someone who rolls better than me might be able to steal them. <laughs> it's just really we're just borrowing them no, no, no. at the moment. No, no, no. One of these is mine. <laughs> we take the front wheel off. Mine, 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 mine. <laughs> so is there a place to secure them, Kenny? Uh, yeah. Cool. Then I would pay for the parking or whatever we have to do to yeah there's there's definitely a stall um of other um intercycles and vehicles excuse me uh that are there and so you you can definitely um put them amongst them and um there's a a service bot there that if you were to pay them i'm sure they would look after your vehicles 
Okay. <laughs> I don't know the way you said that. It sounds like, you know, oh, there's a service bot. Well, surely they're here to do this, so. Will you do, no. <laughs> are they actually there to do this? Yes, they look like they are. Great. Um, hello? Wave in front of the bot to see if it answers. I don't know. Park there. Okay. <laughs> Parked and how much? Five credits. Paid. Done. Good. Most efficient transaction ever. <laughs> so love it. All right. Well, if if we're gonna do this, then let's go do this. All right. So you see. Um the a throng of gatherer, uh, gatherers around a woman in flowing skirts and a sparkling vest that matches a supernatural glitter in her eyes. She catches sight of newcomers and extends a hand, and the crowd parts like water, and she draws near with unnatural swiftness. And you're about to get an image of who this person is. Oh my. I'm 100% sold on this scene already. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> She's so pretty. I'm screwed. You just <laughs> lose a kidney again. <laughs> ah, my new friends. No doubt there's uh, these wearisome streets have run you raw. And I can only say that I empathize. They batter me down just as surely. And the only difference, my friends, between you and me, it's that I am ma I managed to greet every single morning fresh and renewed, invigorated and ready. How do I manage such a feat? You no doubt ask. Not with pillows or pills, no, but with this wondrous device, the perplexing penultimate patent in pain palliation, the adablossif. And she holds out her hand and has this device in it. Does it look like an onion? <laughs> um, it looks like a, um, a, a budded lotus flower. Is it uh, larger or smaller than an onion? <laughs> it's a little bit larger than an onion. Would it fit in an onion box? It could fit in an onion box. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes, this imported at great personal expense from the wondrous gin laboratories of the distant plane of air. This device blends magic and technology and heretofore unexplored genius, restoring vitality as you sleep. Yes, with an Atablossom, no injury is too great, no ailment too malignant. You'll sleep like a baby, then awaken like one reborn. Mysticism check. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I, I was going to go with light, one of my sciences. I think it's life science. Oh, that was cruel. I rolled and it looked like it was going to be a 19. It was 19 and then it went to a three. So three plus six is nine. Hey, we tied on life science stuff. We did. Um, so each of you um, is taking in what she is saying. And you have no reason uh, to disbelieve her uh, her claims. Um, 
The silvery iridescent sphere in her hands hums quietly before sliding open like a flower. Why do I feel like we should be making will saves right now? (laughs) (laughs) How much would you expect to pay to never need a doctor again? To never bother your neighborhood mystic? Would you pay 5,000 credits? No? 4,000? Preposterous. Not three or even two. No. Today and today only because I can tell you are injury prone daredevils. (laughs) I shall practically donate this wonder to your meager for a meager 1,000 credits. It's a weird use of the word donate. Uh, user has 365. That's not a thousand. Um, the the show, the show personship is amazing, but what what does it actually do? I reach out to try to touch it. I wouldn't. I can assure you of the efficacy of my claims. Um, go ahead and roll do, 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 culture checks. Will saves. <laughs> yeah, uh, really. Culture. Uh, 15 plus 6, 21. 20, 13 plus 7. Okay. Oof. <laughs> <Eight>. Here we <laughs> go. <laughs> um, so, um, Thronic- Idiot plant person. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, so um, you both, uh, Isra and uh, Thrani, recognize uh, that the device has a, sim- a, a familiarity. It's very similar to a, a, a version from uh, the Vescarium. Mm. Similar to what? Vescarium. I should get advantage on that. <laughs> and I we can take that information <laughs> and then check to see what kind of if we can know like the um what the cost of the Vescarian version would be to yeah. see if it's comparable uh, or look it up is this something that would be part of a starship <laughs> no just uh, hold on one second oh is this something i would have come across a- in my um travel blogging um Roll profession then. See, and I'm like past life at the <laughs> growing up in the Vescarium. Uh, no. uh, this okay. is where I get my mysticism from. Damn it. I should have rolled mysticism. So I still have no idea what this thing is. <laughs> no clue. It sounds like it's a, a short rest enhancer. Maybe. For a long resting answer, I'm not sure which. Oh, yes. Okay. Would that plus four still stand on that 17? Lots of, lots of 17. Um, but unfortunately, it, it doesn't give you much more insight. Um, but the, the. I just want to know if it's legit or. Because she sounds way too much like those heisters from, like. Buy one, buy another. Yeah. I think most of us rolled such that we are inclined to believe her. Isn't that right, Kenny? Yeah, I mean, so far, um, each of you, um, like, so, um, Isra and Thrani, you you two think that this resembles something from, um, 
the uh, Vescarium that uh, helps induce sleep. Hmm. Is it um, space I'm sorry? Is it space bandrel? <laughs> um, can, uh, I guess Israel will, uh, what's the Vescarium thing called? Um, I don't have uh, a name for it. Like a, a Sleepitron 9000? Yeah, exactly. The okay. Sleep Bobble. Um, this looks remarkably similar to the Sleep Bobble from the Vescarian. Is this derived from that technology? I can assure you this is completely unique. In what ways would you consider it unique? Um, and she goes into a spiel about um, the energies of the uh, plane of air and the different techniques and ways that their uh, unique energy and technology gets fused into this wondrous device. Um, you can, each of you can roll one more time to try to refuse her. Um, but you all feel very compelled to want to buy something from her. So is it diplomacy or? So you can roll a diplomacy, a sense motive, uh, an intimidation check to try to get her to back down. Oh yeah, I'll go with intimidate. Go with diplomacy. Ooh, 17. 20 for diplomacy. He's just going to apply the diplomacy roll of 20 to haggling a better price. Okay. Because um, he's just pretty much sold on it. Yeah, that's... I was going for Intimidate to say no, but I rolled a 12, so... That's sure. super intimidating. Yeah. My rolls, aren't, my rolls aren't backing me up. I've become a dumb tree person. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Um, just worried about Doctor. So um, you all are in this marketplace um, with um, the. There's a banner actually uh, above her shop uh, called Practical Pristines, and uh, she is trying to sell you um, a thing called an Atta Blossom. And uh, Thrani and Isra recognize its appearance is similar to something from the Vescarium. Um, and the, the thing that was from the Vescarium, it, it, you know, helped people fall asleep, but it, the claims that she's making is that this is something much more wondrous and much more marvelous that will help heal you, anything that ails you while you sleep. Um, and so she's very persistent and she, uses a lot of um, flowery flowery language and um, different very hard sell techniques like someone who's come to your home and offers you a free something just to hear their pitch Ezer is pretty much convinced um, Ezer wants it she's like counting credits and they're like getting all their stuff together and yep they don't have a thousand credits, but they've got <laughs> some credits. Practical Pristine like looks at you and and sees that you're you're doing this, and she gets a smirk and 
she addresses your your uh, party and says, "So, seriously, how many can I put you down for?" Probably just one. I unfortunately do not have the full asking price of 1,000 credits. However, if you would be willing to accept a lesser amount, and uh, Ezra just kind of trails off and leaves that hanging in the air. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Her face kind of, like, it doesn't droop at all, but you see a look in her eye that she's, like, evaluating. And she turns to uh, Thrani. Well, um, well, what about uh, this part right here? And as I'm doing that, I'm moving my hands towards it and pointing, mm-hmm. and sort of trying to stealthily use token spell to create like another petal on it, and it just looks fragile and fake and I want to touch it and have it fall off risky I like yeah that. <laughs> hopefully it doesn't go wrong <laughs> I have sleight of hand I don't know <laughs> okay so yeah roll sleight of hand that's a 17 okay it's not bad um and roll um stealth no, uh, sleight of hand is, is what will work there. Uh, do um, a diplomacy. Oh, good. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. That's gonna be a fourteen. Okay. But I, but it is falling off in front of all of those people. <laughs> um. She gets an annoyed look on her face and um, she does something and the flake, the petal as it falls um, disappears. Well, that just seems magical. What was that? She looks at you and says, there is a lot of mysticism involved with using technology from the plane of air that's amazing this is this thing is fascinating Nafu don't you think this is fascinating I um, elbow the the um, person next to me it's a, a Lashuntha like excuse me what's it, what don't you think this is amazing? And um, she, they look at you and they're like, "Oh, uh, yes, this is this is interesting." Um, and they they ask their own questions, raising the objection. Their name is Abe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the the. They're a little bit less convincing than you are uh, about their objection, and they aren't able to kind of form their words as properly. Um, She um, turns to you all and says, you know what, I can throw in two Mark I serums of health, if that will help resolve this. 
he's just like holding up like a tentacle full of credit shits and like how how does 275 credits sound <laughs> I believe the term trying to get blood from a stone may be familiar to you I don't believe that stones bleed well they certainly don't with the Atta Blossom. <laughs> That's smooth. Oh, it's smooth. Uh, oh, no. Okay. You are trying to convince those who do not have the funds. <laughs> In the background, he's just waving around the credits. <laughs> I can. So, if you will excuse to... us. Uh, fairly well. And she turns around and looks to the crowd for more uh, interested looking people. Um, I don't know. Can Shimsy try a dirty trick to make her drop it? Are we gonna steal it now? What? Uh, sure. Procure. She wants us to pick oh up off the ground. Gosh. If it's dropped, I need you to give me Shimsy to do that. Though. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh. As as you've said, nobody has seen Shimsy for several episodes, so. Who would expect it? Nobody. It's like the Spanish Inquisition in here. Also, anybody else, every time Kenny says the name, think Adiposer. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. And for everyone who can see, this is what a pet squawks looks like. It's cute. So cute. Yes, like a little fennec fox. Awesome. I was just going to say, for those listening. Yes. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Ooh, a 31. All right, um, so what do you want to have happen here? Um, I want Shimsy to sort of clamber around to come in from the crowd on another side. Um, tangential to where what's this person's name again did we get her name uh pristine pristine uh to pristine's left and have them run up and like uh, sort of hit her jump and hit her elbow knocking the thing out of her hands and into the crowd okay uh yeah uh i think uh, that definitely happens, and the uh, Atta Blossom does go flying from her hands into the crowd. Um, you hear the crowd go, <gasps> as it's arcing through the air. What uh, do you do next? I would psychokinetic hand it. <laughs> Why not? Okay. So psych- psychokinetic hand just lets me telekinetically move an object. Okay, and Pristine goes, oh, not... And as it kind of flies through the air, it kind of holds there with the psychokinetic hand. Oh. And she turns, looking around for the source of where this mysticism is happening. Well, I'm looking at um, Isra and just saying, you should really put those credits away as I sort of, like, have my hand holding the spell. But I wanted to purchase the thing. And uh, Shimsy would probably run over and 
jump up and grab it, and I would release the spell and just keep talking to Isra as Shimsi sort of does their little steely thing. Um, roll. So you're trying to distract? Well, it seems like we've already gotten Christine's attention, so... <laughs> yeah, but her attention's on the Blossom. Oh, you said she was turning to look for the mysticism. So oh, she, that's true, that's true. that, Shimsy would, you know... Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very much Aladdin. Um, let's see here. This is our breadline. <laughs> okay, yeah. Christine is, is searching around to find out who's holding aloft the Adablossom. Um, and as she does so, her attention is divided. So you are able to um, spirit it away if you would like. Yes. Shimsy will very cleverly and adorably make her way back to us with the Adablossom at some point. Nice. Okay, yep, you're able to um, capture one of the Adablossom. And um, what do you do then? Isra, if we can't afford it, we can't afford it. I, I think we should just go. No, Isra, like, puts, he's a deep sigh and, like, puts the credits away. Yes, put the, and, and put the knife away, too, please. Let's, <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's okay. And I, I'm giving sidelong looks to Nabu this whole time. I'm just like, Nabu, let's eyes. Yeah. Let's go, Nabu. Nabu, lead us away from here. <laughs> You're the one. Nabu's already things. going. Okay. Nabu has no idea you did any of this. Oh, good. <laughs> also a plus. <laughs> <laughs> because when they said let's go, they turned around and started to go. <laughs> nice. Okay. Isra, let's go. Navu's already over. Let's go. We need to catch up with Navu. Isra will follow. <laughs> I'm waiting for that. Three, two, <laughs> one. And Shimsy returns. Oh. And stop, thief. <laughs> um, well, so... <laughs> Do you want to have a chase scene? <laughs> As long Come as on, it's time to run. Does it have to be on bikes? <laughs> <laughs> um, so what you hear is you hear the whir of other inner cycles. And it sounds a lot like the inner cycles that you have procured. But you know that they're not those exact ones. Okay. Um, they they do sound almost exactly like the same type, though. They're fairly commonplace around here, right? Um, or, or are they like exclusively used for for the near do well transport purpose? The um, let's see here. I have to find the name of that group. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to remember. Uh, this uh, Sirocco. The ones that you've heard um, f from the, the Sirocco riders um, have a very specific sound to them. I'm still disappointed. It's like a Harley versus a Yamaha. Yeah. Yeah. We should be scarce from this location. It is best if we are not discovered here. 
Izora will pick a direction away from the sounds and noodle in that in that general area. <laughs> I love that noodle is a verb. <laughs> Swiftly noodle. Yes. Swiftly noodle. Fantastic. And that's where uh, we're going to leave it for this time. Thank you so much for joining us uh, today. Um, taking some time out of your Saturday to be with us. Um, if you are listening to the Sunvod, thank you so much for um, for listening. If you would please leave us a review wherever you have uh, listened to us. And um, yeah, uh, let's uh, sign off going in reverse. Kelrick. Hello, I am Kelrick. You can find me on Twitter at Cormalon. That's C-O-R-M-A-L-L-O-N. I also monitor monitor the at eq points and at cuminera <laughs> twitter accounts uh you can find me here on alternating saturdays and you can find me narrating our cuminera game which is a numenera uh, based storytelling event with myself and kenny and two other fantastic cast members and i'm in a lot of other games but i don't think any of the other ones are podcasts or live streams so i think that's it fantastic thanks cal cali i am cali uh you can find me on twitter at the grief mop um i am also gming for roll to fail pod that we are on a bit of a hiatus um until some point in the future which probably be about two weeks um that is what i've got and what i'm doing thank you (laughs) thank you (laughs) And Steph. Hi, I'm Steph. I am at Steph underscore Bard on Twitter. And when I'm not here, um, I can be found on my podcast, Fatales Cast. We just released, as of the day we were streaming, our first of two Pride Month episodes. Um, we I sat down with my friend Tyler to talk about the birdcage. And when this comes out on the pod stream, so anybody watching live is getting a bit of a sneak peek because when the pod comes out, this will be announced. Um, Kelrick and I actually sat down to talk about Love, Simon. It was so much fun to do and please do come check it out. We had a a lot of great discussion around that movie. Oh, so good. I I was just on cloud nine after we we did the conversation it was so good so so good <laughs> you're awesome okay thank you <laughs> and uh yep i'm kenny you can find me on twitter at punder drone and um if you follow me you will see every tweet about black lives matters and everything social justice that is going on right now because holy fuck <laughs> yeah um, hard same yeah, yeah i i cannot not retweet um and keep on keep our eyes open um yes i do play with cal um on sundays uh on this channel uh uh Q-Manera, and uh, I, I look forward to getting back to playing my um uh bunny boy yeah i was gonna say lycanthrope but that's that's not the right term for this one but anyway uh yep And so um, thank you again so much for joining us. And uh, we will catch you next time. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Experience Point Starfinder. 
If you're looking for more TTRPG podcasts in your life, we recommend checking out our sister podcast, Roll to Fail. They are six friends who have no business behind the mic or rolling dice. If you like what we create, then you should check out Cuminera, an adventure utilizing Numenera, releases every other Friday. This unlikely team is working for the Order of Truth to help communities under the influence of the strange and weird effects of Numenera. You can easily find it and all other recent episodes of our shows on our website, experiencepoints.com. Dice out. Now. Game. Game. This is a 5th edition D&D actual play podcast. Decla rolls her eyes. Gorgeous sighs at the amateur. Casney wakes back. <laughs> Darren points and laughs. You find a potato. I give you a very disapproving look. Express disdain is a camper. Casney, help! <laughs> Maybe we're just celebrating life. Come on! Shut up! Hey, the power of imagination. My clothes are innocent. Why, you bastard. Kazni sighs deeply. <laughs> I ship it. Welcome to the dumb party. Blame the dice. It's alright to blend into the night. Dawn is going naked. That sounds like an awful idea. We left him alone for one day. Yeah, you just hear a loud dong. Well, that's not uh, ominous. Isn't the sunset every single day? Yeah. No. We have a mystery to solve. Next time on Four Fools in a Chair. Kazni? Mima! Dice Out Now Game. Find us on iTunes and wherever else you get your podcasts.